Hello to all of my gamers, geeks, fellow D&D freaks, and welcome to another session of Natwood Adventures. My name is Dave. I am here to guide you through this lovely, chaotic world that uh, I helped to create and my uh, players have helped to create as well um, with all this fun things. Um, as always, i got a bunch of things down below. i got Patreon, Patreon, I've got Twitch, I've got Redbubble, Instagram for... All the places the wild crazy chaos cats hang out that one uh our twitter is down below subscribe to that go follow you get notified when we put new stuff up which is every saturday which is why we are here um we are minus one player tonight our uh chaos bean but uh in their place uh we are gonna have somebody else do the shout out uh promotional thing so um Hi Bia, which would you like to would you, like to do, would you like to do Hi. the thing? Do the thing. Yeah. Okay. Do, yeah. Do the thing. Hey guys, remember uh, if you go to crystalmaggie.com, you can find some amazing dice. We all have our own our own singular dice at least. Um, where on Sorry, one of the sides. Hey, I said singular dice where one of the sides says N1A, which also happens to be our promo code. So if you enter that in down below, you can get 15% off on your order. And yeah, it's some pretty amazing stuff. I actually just got a dice and I ordered another set and I'm really looking forward to it. I know that some of the players here has their own sets and yeah some of us finally get our first set and we're all crazy about it right no idea what you're so, talking yeah. about <laughs> remember guys n1a is the code do not go to their etsy to try to use the code it does not work there so yeah back to you dave cool awesome thank you uh so i'm just gonna go ahead and dive back in because i want to get back to the emotional damage I mean, trauma. I mean, stuff. So, really? Yeah. Really? Yep. Yep. That's what we do. So what we're going to do is we're underneath this. And there's our, our lovely music in the background. Still love this thing. So. Insert Halo music here. <laughs> not oh. sponsored. Let's not get copyrighted. Thank you. Not sponsored. That's why I said it and didn't start singing. I'm good at, I'm good at singing, <laughs> but not that good. Okay. So, uh, last session... Uh, not only did our party wake up extra early to make sure they were able to go out on their lovely little mini um, quest-like thing to go and hunt some uh, displacer beasts, but we covered a few things. Um, namely, uh, they finally got their rogue to look uh, with Thieves' uh, Cant onto this lovely little stuff that Garrett had, and they un- covered that it says three knocks one knock password is hunger uh gareth gave 1400 gold from the bandits that uh, he pillaged to rebuilding efforts of Kleska's field to lady paimon so that's gonna help them out really well that's good excuse me you're welcome i did not pillage it i liberated it right 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 <laughs> listen silence <laughs> now we're gonna go back over to uh the party found the displacers Yep, yep, mm-hmm, he's talking at me, everybody, it's perfectly fine. So, a few fun things happened. I'm not even gonna ruin it, you need to go listen to the last one, because I can't do it justice, but we are going to come back to the party 
in various states and various mindsets at the end of battle. So, I think that it would be... Yeah, you're welcome for the slurping because I did it for reasons. Um, I would just like mm. for everybody to just uh, maybe continue with the uh, initiative and we'll go from oh. there on who does what. So, I still have the initiative counter up from last time. Initiative, starting off from the beginning, would be Lilith. So, hi, Lilith. Is there anything you'd like to do after your whole fun finagle fiasco stuff? For this moment, I am actually going to ignore what happened with myself and immediately go to Aceris' side and cast Cure Wounds on her. Very nice. So, with that, you get... Okay. 8 plus 5, that's 13 hit points back. Thank you, thank you. So... I did not mean to click that, you can ignore that. The wet squishy sounds, use... don't worry about it. I heard that too. <laughs> It's fine, it's fine. So, how does it look when you cast Cure Wounds? Because I don't remember you ever casting Cure Wounds. How is it that you heal Aceris? Well, she's bobbing slightly. Because she's hovering <laughs> her feet off the ground right now. Uh, no, she's not hovering because her feet touch the ground. Because their feet touch the ground. Because they are 5'8". Um, Lilith is going... Lilith is going to lift her left hand and place it on Aceris's arm, whichever arm is facing them. Um, and as they cast Cure Wounds, their hand is going to glow this reddish gold hue. Okay. So... As you inadvertently, you didn't realize you were still slightly actually hovering from your rage oh. that you don't really remember. You alight on the ground and drop to your knees. And as you reach out with your hand, the reddish gold that seems to change the dying shadowy flames around you a light on your fingers and as you reach out and you touch Aceris you just watch as these flames almost seem to sink into their skin and you watch as the slightly deathly pallor becomes a more warm and living and Aceris you feel this curing warmth spread through your body and it is you next in the turn order, so as you feel this warmth, what do you do? Um, first thing that Aceris is going to do is they're going to turn to find the source of said feeling, and when they see that it is Lilith, they 
it becomes very clear that they're not all there right now. Um, and they've got a stupid dopey grin on their face. And While they... being carried by Gareth. And this is going to cause Gareth a little bit of problems because <laughs> they reach out for Lilith and they grab Lilith by their face, pulls them in and gives them a big old kiss before passing out. Huh? <laughs> um... What? Lilith... She... When looking up at Aceris, Lilith has a faint blush on her cheeks, and they almost look dumbfounded. Not quite sure how to comprehend what just happened. As this is all going on, next in our order is actually Floki. Floki, you are still kneeling after casting that spell that rushed and cracked along the ground with the earth turning into the spiky growth and slowly pulling your hand from the ground. And as you look at that hand, you realize that there's a very faint looking but encroaching set of scales that has started from the tips of your fingers and has slowly worked itself up to the elbow of your arm turning your skin to this light silvery color mismatching your skin what do you do? oh Excuse well, me. I am gonna, uh, I'm gonna sit there for a minute and, uh, kind of just look at my arm and recover from all the acrobatics that I did. What do you feel? Uh, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kind of take a moment and just sit down. What are you feeling? Catch my breath. Moment? What are you feeling at this moment? Like, legit. What are you feeling? Uh, tired. Definitely tired. Feeling like uh, some of the energy that was released um, was not like casting a spell normally would feel. It was a lot more draining. Um, the fingers in that that hand that has the dragon mark um, going a little bit numb. Um, I'm just gonna sit down and kind of like just kind of examine my arm and you know flex my fingers trying to get the feeling back okay. and trying to catch my breath you feel this sense of exhaustion and yet from your arm the numbness turns into what you would consider normality. The sensation of numbness giving way to the tingling and the feel of 
slightly more strength in your arm with the mark. The scales, or what appears to be scales, do itch. This is not normal. And you absently, as you are moving your arm and looking around, start to slightly scratch it a couple times, run your unchanged arm across it. And you're just tired. Gareth, as the camera pans back over to you after you watching one of your students reaching out and this companion who has never displayed this arcane ability, this profound sense of rage that triggered something within you. You feel this overall warmth, this confidence in you as you are slowly alighting to the ground, still holding a now back unconscious but turning a more healthy color of Ceres. And yet, it's not a burden to hold her anymore. You are always struggling to pick things up, to move things around. That is not where your strength lies. And yet, now as you feel something more on the back of your body, you flex muscles that you didn't realize were there and wings that you can see in your peripheral vision seem to settle along your back. What's going through your mind right now? Well, you still got adrenaline pumping because um, in a very short period of time, shit went south fast. Um, So he's going to actually... just looked at that listeners I just got uh, uh, a Sarah's player to tell me how much she weighs with her equipment and I'm pretty sure Gareth is encumbered right over in, is encumbered right now um, but you're not oh well he's gonna try and fly and hover higher because um, all that's well and good with what just happened um, are you gonna fly with her or are you gonna set her down no, I'm carrying her higher because I just picked up. She she just got twacked, mm-hmm. and I just concern pick her up, uh, and I'm gonna hover higher so I'm like ten feet, fifteen feet, twenty feet off the ground as high as I can get with my whatever movement I have. Um, and I'm I'm looking around for more displacer beasts. So after okay. you watch, Aceris kiss Lilith, your first reaction is to. Not well, pay she... attention to that to actually fly up. Make me an athletics check, please. Well, I mean, she's not holding on to her anymore. Yes, I'll do an athletics check. Um, and I never as I'm... did say that Lilith dropped her arm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I did say that immediately after Sarah's kiss, <laughs> Lilith, they passed the fuck back out, so... <laughs> Lilith's hand is still on Sarah's arm. And are you going to resist him trying to go higher with her I think I think I, I don't want to speak for you but I think this is a state of shock you said it was a, a, a what so it's more along the lines of 
do your athletics check and let's see if you fly up and slowly pull her from the, her grasp or if it's a bit janky. I'm pretty sure getting a six after things is going to be... Oh. It's up to you. I mean, I think you may have one more uh, if you want I have to two use more. it. You have two I more. I don't want to use them for this. So with the, um. so with the six... Okay. With the six, you try to go higher, but it's still, now that you're aware of the wings, your natural gift of being able to fly due to your heritage, you start to think about it, and then your wings falter, and you kind of flutter back down and land on the ground. As this is, as he's attempting this, mm-hmm. he's, he saw, he saw what happened with the kiss. And what whatnot? He doesn't not bother. He just he looks at Eris's unconscious face and is like, "You're not supposed to dodge into the tentacles." And then lands and gently puts her down because apparently that's what the dice say I have to do. Um, but he's still like with the motes of light from spiritual guardians hovering around them. He actually then remembers, looks at Lilith and snaps out in abyssal so it sounds like a bunch of hissing oh, sorry, one second first he goes I actually know no, no, he, 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 he's he's, he's, he, he's noticed he has wings but too many things are going through his mind sorry, you, yeah, I know you have abyssal but I, he's heard you speak it um, he hisses at you in abyssal so it just sounds like to everyone else, but to you it's what in the nine hells was that? Referring to the transformation from a few seconds ago, and I would like to ask DM. Mm-hmm. Due to Gareth's background, studying <clears throat> demon lore and all that other jazz, would he have any idea of what the hell just happened? Give me an arcane check. Arcana. Ar- Arcana. I just want to say that even with my passive perception, Loki is not noticing the things that are going on right now. You are in your own Arcana world, bud. Religion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Arcana, exactly. not religious. Sad thing. Correct. This isn't a religious thing. That is what he said. With 19 total. 19 is not bad. Um, you get the sense, and from pulling, even in your muddled state, you feel as though what ended up happening with Lilith was essentially a wild magic surge due to an emotionally heightened state sometimes those of magic persuasion are able to tap into unknown strengths and what you essentially saw happen was what you would quantify as a wild magic surge it's not actually what happened, but with a 19, that's what you get. Transformation was a wild magic surge of sorts. Correct. And cool. with and, the and fact then... that he asked me a question, yes, would I know? Roll me an insight check. Okay. With disadvantage. Figured that and was going to happen. After he asks that, then he clues in that he has wings, and he goes in common. You said insight, correct? Insight disadvantage, yes. 
Okay. Keep going after. After, after hissing that at Lilith, he then like again awareness. Too many things going on at the same time. Then glances at his fourteen. In common, he goes. And why do I have wings? Uh, fourteen. With him asking you a question, what the fuck was that? You don't know. All you vaguely remember from yourself is a profound pain followed by anger. Anger to the point of no control. Someone that you cared about, that you connected with, for all intents and purposes, died right in front of you and you could not do anything and that ticked you off and your magic only knew one thing to destroy Lilith is going to mutter in common I don't know all I know is pain anger, fear and then you holding my face and as yes um, and as Lilith is saying this they are going to gently lift Osiris' body off the ground and into their lap Gareth's not resist. In fact, he, he when she starts doing this, he starts helping her a little bit. Okay. And as this is going on and you are helping an unconscious Saris to be held by Lilith, we are going to pan over to Vaza. Vaza, you are my last remaining currently here player, um, you notice that after everything has gone on, that Eo herself has slumped down and is for all intents and purposes unconscious. You are muted. There we go. There we go. Alright, while uh, everyone else is dealing with whatever the heck's going on over there, um, Vaz is going to tend to the media and make sure that EO is not dying. Um, and after figuring that out, is going to move on to start skinning the Displacer Beasts. Okay, make me a medicine check for uh, EO so that we can see. Oh, that did not go in the tray and that just bounced into the side. Alright, uh, 7 plus stuff, but that is a lot of stuff. Uh, 13. 13. Uh, you, you hold your finger under her nose. Her breathing is slow but steady. You rest your head against her chest and you listen. There's a faint heartbeat. She seems to be okay, just unconscious. Tired. You had watched as she had gone down several times. And yet still managed to come back from the brink. Alright, then I'm going to lean her up against the nearest tree and start, uh, like I said, skinning the Displacer Beasts. Okay. 
Uh, for that, <coughs> that's going to be a survival check. I can do that. Not great at it, but I can do that. Uh, nine plus three is twelve. Twelve. Uh, what specifically are you going for? I mean, didn't the ad say they wanted the pelts, or just? It had. They did. Proof of kill. They did. Yep. They Proof did of say kill. pelts. So with a thirteen, I mean, you're not proficient in it. Uh, you start taking your blade, and you start hacking over, and um, at this point, can you make me? It's your choice. Uh, perception check on what you're doing, or an investigative check to really focus on the beast itself. Definitely going to do a perception. Okay. Uh, that's a natural 19, plus 6 is a 25. As you are peering closer and starting to skin this beast, one, you notice that it is female. Uh, you also notice that the coloration and dimensions of their claws look to be yellowed, twisted, and unnaturally shaped. As you start to skin closer to the head, you notice as the teeth themselves, the gums seem to be speckled, almost as though diseased. Teeth misshapen, cracked. You go along the rest of the body and as you're peeling the pelt off, the muscles themselves look to start to, in some places, start to atrophy, if not not be of the correct proportion that you would think a healthy displacer piece would be. With your 19, I will give you the opportunity to make another medicine check. You need I... to beat a DC of 18 to know what is going on. Alright. Let's do it. <laughs> That's a natural two. I'm going to actually use my inspiration for once. Yes, there you go. This is the time to use it. This is the time to use it. Much better. Uh, 14 plus 6 is a 20. As you're peeling off and you lean in and you you move your mask up just a little to be able to smell and you breathe in deep. This creature is diseased, but you can't tell quite what. It is not normal. You don't recognize the scent of this disease and you have run across several in your studies. That is what you get. I try and uh, take a sample of any kind of like odd secretions if I can find anything. Like, um, you can you can break off one of the teeth and get some of the blood into there if you want to use it for later study. You can. I will do that. Perfect. So mark off that you have blood. If you want to take saliva, you can. Whatever it is you think you're going to be able to use for some sort of alchemic identification. Definitely blood. Awesome. What is... For your hands, can I ask, are your hands normally gloved or not? Um, in this instance, yes. Uh, 
Plaza does have gloves for dealing with sick things, usually. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Anything else that you would like to do? Uh, I think I'm good otherwise. Cool, awesome. We've gone through the entire party, so everybody is now able to do as they wish. This has all been going on relatively simultaneously. So, hi, party. Gareth, talk? having hi. after Gareth finished, is putting down Saris in uh, Lilith's lap. He can <coughs> for the rest, and um, presumably, uh, and and staying on like high alert to make sure that there aren't any other ambushes coming. Goes and looks and finds Eo, who's unconscious but alive, breathing. Vaza put her up against the tree. Ah, Vaza put her up against the tree. She's unconscious but stable. Just seems to have been completely worn out. Okay. Um, I guess looking around, he'll see. I don't remember what Floki said he's doing. I know what Vaza's doing. Take a look at this. Has some sort of disease. Really? Hmm. Gareth also looks, does not touch, because he knows diseases can spread by that. Gets a cloth and puts it over his mouth and starts, uh, oh, and uh, probably about the time he's approaching you, he's still got, he's walking, but he, and he's still got wings kind of behind him. Mm-hmm. And there's just about the time he gets to you, they kind of fade away in motes of light. And he lets go of spiritual guardians as well. I think that lasts ten minutes, though. But um, he's going to let it go. Ten, yeah, I was going to say, or with concentration. Yeah. He's going to drop. Well, he's going to drop one when the other drops, and spiritual weapon goes for two. Um, yeah, so he's going to go and look at uh, what Vaza's looking at, and get a stick, and like, if there's any like pustules and stuff, poke at them, and see if he can figure out what this disease is as well. Medicine check, then. I say Floki's gonna walk up at this point too, kind of like making it a point to kind of stare at Gareth's wings as he's walking by, and then uh, is also going to uh, take a look at this thing. Can I point stuff out to give Gareth the help action? You can, can also uh, Floki if he's coming by. Yeah, you can. Cool. So you want me to roll advantage? Yep. If you are going to focus on you know secretions, the body itself, that's going to be a medicine check. If you're just overall observing to get a general sense, that's going to be a more, that's going to be a, a higher investigation check. His medicine check was uh, 21 on the first roll. Sorry, advantage did not help. Okay. What about you, Floki? All right. Uh, first one was a natural two. See? And the second one was a natural four for a nine. It didn't total. help. It did not help. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so... Voss is not doing well today. No, Voss is doing fine. Voss is doing great. Voss points this out, and... Gareth focuses in and picks this up, and you concur with... The, it is, this is not... This is not normal for creatures. It is some sort of disease. Something that has taken over this creature. With your nine, you said, Floki? Yeah. You are still distracted because your arm is itching. And because Gareth has wings. 
Well, it faded away by that point, but again, after it fades away, you are scratching your arm. You don't realize it. Does uh, Gareth notice the arm scratching? You tell me. You're focused currently on a creature that has been pointed out to have a disease. Do you think you'd be noticing arm scratching, or would you be more focused on, I don't want to catch this shit? Be honest. Um, I don't want to catch this shit would definitely be a concern of his, but once he figured out there was a disease, if he, like, can has he identified what type of disease or how it spreads... That sort of stuff. Need to do further testing at this point, but it is not anything that any of you recognize between you, Gareth, and you, Vasa. I haven't seen anything like this in any of the texts I've read. It's nothing that I would recognize, DM. No. Uh, if you would like to actually focus on it, I will give you another opportunity to make me an investigative check. I think we should check all of each other's wounds. Some diseases spread through touch, others through the air, others through water. We really have no idea what kind of disease this is or how it spreads. Were you, Vaza, were you hit by one of them? No, actually, I'm didn't get hit at all. Oh, well, I was. Could you check my wounds, please? Of course. You are yeah. man of medicine as well? I am, in fact, a doctor, yes. As I've mentioned on several occasions. Yes, yes, you have. I like to check to make sure Gareth hasn't contracted this disease. Um, you look along yourself and knowing what to look for... Um, even what little damage you had. It's more light scrapes. Oh, he had a lot of damage. He took like two-thirds of his health. I know, <laughs> but nothing seems to be overtly, and you yourself are very aware of your body. Yeah. Nothing seems off. Uh, with an 11 investigative check, I mean, the claws and the teeth and everything definitely not normal or what you would consider normal on a predator but like still can't quite place it it doesn't it's not normal but you just you can't quite place it you feel as though you should but again you're distracted and your arm itches you itch again um he's over with us I believe yep or is he at it? okay so I'm assuming at this point Gareth has noticed some itching. Yep. Loki, why are you scratching? I'm just gonna hold up my arm. What's his arm look like? His arm is a whitish silver color that is completely different than his own. Slightly covered in light scales. The tips of his fingers have claws. That does not seem right. When he rotates it, you look at the center of his hand and you see a mark. Definitely uh, wasn't there before. Type of curse. Did you contract a disease of some sort? If you did, I don't think it's this one. Are you sure? It, ha it happens when I was meditating with the dragon knight. 
Not sure exactly what it is, but the scales are new. What about you, Gareth? You seem to have sprouted wings earlier. I have no idea what that was about. A blessing of Lathander, I would presume. Insight check. Can you do it again? Yeah. I have no idea if I can do it again. Well, why not try? Gareth tries pushing the wings out. By the way, I already know I can't only do that once a day. So he's like, he's like flexing his shoulders like he's trying to out wings and nothing's happening. Make me a constitution saving throw. I've also got a 22 on that insight check, by the way. Okay. 22 on an insight. Floki, what'd you get? For what? Did you roll an insight check? I was like, insight check. I have no idea where that came from. Oh, well, I can I can roll an inside check. I thought you did, but with a twenty-two Vaza, he's kind of concerned with a slight bit of scared because he believes he's human. I I have no idea what happened. Um, Constitution saving throw was ten, by the way. You feel a burning, itching sensation where they came from, but nothing sprouts. But it's it there. It's very strange in my back there. Uh, Vasa, are there any holes in my cloak? My robe? Yeah. Yes. Yes, there are. I can patch those up soon. That's not ideal. It's all right. I can patch them myself. I just... I don't... I'm not as good at sewing as you are, but I found this... a trick. If I add a patch, and then I can use mending, and then it looks beautiful. I just rough in the patch and then I use mending <coughs> and it works. But I can't do it until I rough in the patch. I don't know why. It's the mystery of the magic. Has this ever happened to you before? Holes in my cloak occasionally get caught on nails and things. The wings, Gareth. Oh, no! No! I've never had wings! I would have used them! Uh, flight is quite useful. That's very strange and I am concerned I don't know what's going on I would hope as a medical professional Vaza would know what an Asimar is yep those are Asimar wings Has have we seen Eo with Asimar wings because I know she's also a protector Asimar I didn't think she's yet and we will not be okay. touching anything eel related until we get to see her next week i was just trying to recall because i didn't think we had i'm pretty sure both of us had not yet okay. i don't actually know if aceris has ever seen eo banff out her wings ever so there's like, never I been an occasion for it never needed to yeah so like i don't i don't think aceris has ever seen it either so I know we're all orphans and whatnot, but do you know anything about your uh, heritage, Gareth? No, no, no um, I, I was brought... I was... What I've been told, because I was obviously a baby at the time, I was told that I was found in a water barrel beside a burnt-out homestead by a paladin of the Order of Nathander, which is, I think that is why I have an affinity for Nathander, because of the paladin that brought me to the orphanage, 
he was also an orphan. His, he, 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 as far as I know, he's, yeah, he died now of old age. I guess he was a good paladin. They don't all die of old age. He kind of glances back at Aceris's direction. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, Aceris is a little rough as well as Eo. Just, she looks similar to Eo right now. Perhaps we should attend to them. Enough. We also need to find the den. Make sure that was the last of them. Yes, that would probably be a good idea. Because if not, they will breed like wildfire and this area will be more infested than it was. That does not sound like a good thing. Are you alright, Lil? You look a little red. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm okay, I think. Um... These things are diseased. Do you think you might have a fever? <laughs> no. Vaza, it's, it's out. Don't worry about it, Vaza. She, she's fine. She's fine. I would rather not talk about that right now. Um, as Lilith is speaking, she is going to glance down at Aceris and look for where the um, main wound is. Cool. Make me a medicine check. Yep. You're not Vaza, you're not proficient in it, so you get to roll with disadvantage. Yep. Yeah, Vaz is also looking over at Saras. Okay. Sixteen. Because we're gonna touch this and then Aceris, you and I get to have a little talk. So um with a 16, I mean, you're holding a Ceres, and you start to you start to slowly reach over, and the leather straps that are holding onto her armor are a bit rough, and you start to unlatch and start to push it aside, and you see this gaping wound that has slowly started to pucker up and heal with your 16. It looks to have stopped, but it is agitated red. Uh... Vaza, you rolled a... 23. 23. Uh, as you lean in and appear closer, between smelling, reaching, and starting to touch, when you touch, Aceris groans and moves. This is inflamed and infected. Shit. And as this is going on, Aceris... We're going to dive into that lovely little room that you share with your sister. Mm-hmm. In your mind. And as you are there, and you blink awake and you roll over from the bed, your head is pounding and there's a pain in your side. What the fuck happened? I don't feel so good. And you look over and you I see I don't your... feel good either. But you look over and you see your sister. And as you look at her, you see her body is just starting to look very pallid, very clammy. Make me a perception check. I just want to see what you get. Uh... 
gonna be... If I can read... An 18. As you are looking over at your sister, and you see her holding her side in the exact same spot where you were hit, she looks up and glances at you, and her eyes are starting to become a deeper purple. The hand that you look at, the nails themselves are yellowing. Her body looks clammy, emancipated. And you watch as she just leans back over onto this similar bed across from you and lays back and just tries to take a deep breath. I think you mean emaciated, emaciated, not emancipated. Thank you, thank you, emaciated. You know what I mean. Thank you, English. Emancipated means something completely different. Yeah, just, that, I, I'm that, sorry. I had you. to. I break immersion. I just had to. Uh, what? This hurts. Oh, what did you do? You, what did you do? We were fighting. You were. We were there. Uh, you. We share a body, remember? Did you remember to dodge things? I'm not a tank like you are. Shut up. Uh, Why do you look sick? I am sick. Come here. We're gonna. Uh, Sarah, uh, Eris is gonna get up and walk over, uh, holding their side, and it's gonna um, unlace the. Uh, the bits of the armor and expose the wound to take a look at it and just a friendly reminder that paladins are immune to diseases mm-hmm but your sister is not true so make me a medicine check please happily and I'm proficient with that let's go that's gonna be another 18. As you push aside her armor and you scooch into the bed, she leans in and rests her head against your shoulder. And as you look down and move it aside, black lines of pulsing purple have started to spread from this wound. They're starting to cover her chest. <clears throat> this hurts. Can you fix it? Please. It might hurt. That's everything hurts with you. Just do it. Um Asaris is going or Eris is going to put both hands around the wound and it's going to use their lay on hands pool and is going to drop five points of their Lay on hands to cure disease. Your hand, as you reach over, very gently, even though she's expecting you to just reach out and just grab a hold of it, very gently you reach and place your hand on this wound. Your hand starts to glow, this golden, shimmering, sparkling color. And as the, it goes brighter and brighter, you just hear this hiss of pain, followed by starting to scream. And as you pour point after point into her to cure this disease, 
the last thing that you hear right before she passes out is not her voice. You hear hungry and you snap awake. So as you, as Vaza and Lilith are examining this wound and Vaza is sensing the disease, Aceris bolts up and almost clips, clips into your face. Fuck, fuck, Christ, all oh, that hurts. Calm down, child. You're all right. going to place their left hand on Aceris's back so that they know that she is there in case they were to fall back or lean back at all. And as they do this, they are going to cast Cure Wounds once again. And... Asteris, you're going to get 12 hit points back. Nice, nice, nice. Are you full yet? <laughs> no, but I'm getting closer. <laughs> More of that. You should be. You've got like with, 30 pumps of health. With all this. Down. Hold on. With all this going on, and Asteris, you bolting awake, and the healing going through you, the wound itself, it still feels tender. It's the inflammation starts to go away between what you did for your sister and what your party members have done for you. You feel a sensation of relief, but you suffer one level of exhaustion. I guess Gareth doesn't get a chance to reach out for this. I mean, you you can, but like this is this is all going on. But as yeah, you, it's real fast. I was gonna say, as you're going to do lesser restoration and you look and see, you you realize that it's not going to do anything. That the wound itself, the inflammation has started to pass. It just you start to see the faint scarring that's left after healing of a wound. That's rather odd. <laughs> Although all of this is rather odd. How are you feeling? It's not exactly a question for me right now. I'm talking physically. I'll heal. Sarah's. Alright. Turn, they turn to look at, at Gareth. Their eyes are a uh, very vivid um, orange color right now instead of that rich yellowy gold it is a like stri uh, striking orangey red color so um, I don't know if you if Aceris gained consciousness at all while hovering at the end of last session when Gareth pumped some health into him uh, if she remembers the motes of light and the halo and the wings. But uh, right now, none of that's there. Um, he just looks like normal Gareth. Well, except he's got this deep concern in his eyes that 
don't know if you've ever actually seen him look like that. Probably not. Probably not. You're, you're used to him being sort of neutral or mirthful, but not really this level of concern. And he looks like he's going to say something else for a second, but then he says instead, Could you get better armor? This, this armor you wear is rather heavy, and it seems to do very little to protect you. You're not, you're not supposed to get hit so hard. We can solve that later. Right now, we all... She's going to look at everyone, including back over towards where Eo is. We all need to rest for a moment. Find a nest, make sure that there's no displaced beasts left, and then we can buy better armor, buy better gear. Of course, I did not mean immediately. There's no shops around. Can I just say something? Mm. Uh, of course. But just a moment ago, I had to purge something out of me. Us. was a voice. It wasn't... It wasn't... Sarah or me. It was... Something else. It... It was hungry. What did it sound like? You have no way to describe it. Many voices to one. How do you... How do you describe something that just embodies terror and gluttony. There's there's no words for it. Liam, yeah. mm-hmm. would with Asaris saying this, would I remember the voice from one of the dreams that I had saying something similar? Give me... Just give me a check, just an intelligence check. Tell, okay. Dirty 20. You get the similar sensation and feeling of that voice that was many and just one and just the epitome and pull of the hunger that's inside of you only magnified beyond what you could grasp. Both is going to tilt their head slightly. Humming a little. I think I know what you're talking about. I shouldn't be affected by things like that. That, That's the scary part. I can't be affected by things like that. But it, it, it attached itself to her soul. It, it manifested within us. Garrett's eyes are very round and very concerned. 
um, DM. Mm-hmm. Does, does, does this, um, for Gareth, ring any bells with any dreams? Oh, particularly a certain one where he ends up uh, uh, getting old and decaying, getting ripped apart. I wouldn't say that resonates as the voice, but the feeling of something that just drains you to the point of your existence, your life flashing and you losing it, it brings a similar feeling. Like you are, everybody listening to this is getting this feeling of, oh have shit. You having, have you been having nightmares on occasion as well? <laughs> no. Who are you asking? Yeah. That's what I oh, I'm know. asking. I'm asking. Well, first I'm looking at uh, Lilith and Aceris because we're there, and then I'm also going to glance over at Vaz and Floki, who are also right there because we're in a little huddle right now. Yeah. No, I. If anything, I've had very pleasant dreams, unless I don't dream at all. Uh, I don't think Acera either had such. Dreams. At least they don't say anything. Um, is Sarah there right now as well? Sleeping. Okay. I did not know one of you slept when the other did not. Not. We don't normally do that anymore. Um, normally we're both present. But the process of purging this thing. Out of, out of us, it took a lot out of them. Lilith is going to glance up at Gareth and over at Vaza. Is there any way we can help get this thing out of them? I already did. I purged it. Are you sure? Just to ensure it is. <laughs> Not- if you did not know it was there in the first place, how can you be sure? I knew it was know? there. I, I felt it leave. Plus the markers I looked at earlier are gone. Gareth's eyebrows doing up and a down thing. Does this sound at all like anything demonic Gareth might be familiar with? Or have read about at some point? I wouldn't say familiar with. Read about. Because he's just in lots of demonic studies. <laughs> Since it's More, um, specified for demonic, you're gonna have to make me an arcana check. Like, dang it, I thought religion was that one. Okay. Tell you what, I'll give you religion. I'll give you religion on this. If it's demonic possession, something like that, go for it. Because that's what. Okay, yep. so 16 after my things. Low roll. Low <clears throat> medium. From what is being described to you by Aceris to religion. what you are, what feelings are being brought up by you, by your dreams, by the various accounts that you are hearing from your party members, it sounds like something that was transferred and be. Because it was transferred, it tried to latch on to possess one of your party members. 
and with the blessing luck of Lady Luck being a paladin, was able to tell it to go away by curing the disease of the creature that attacked her. I... I think... No, you know what? No. Don't need to think about this anymore. I... I don't want to think about it. I don't about think us. it was in you that... before today. What? Anyone else got hit like that? Anyone... I need to know if anyone else suffered an injury as grievous, as deep as that. Vaza, you said eels. So, just a bit. Yeah, Vaza's gonna run over to Eo. <laughs> so, like... Oh, seeing him dart over, seeing him dart over to Eo. Garrett uh, starts explaining. Before goes the entire conversation. As also people are running away to, towards Eo. Lilith is going to grab Aceris' hand. Uh, Doesn't even care, it's moving anyway. With a 19 strength, I hope to God you have the power to stop her. Stop an 18 in strength. Garrus starts talking as people are running away, gets a little louder, and then tries to keep up with them. It sounds like there was a transference, like an attempted possession, and it's entirely possible that the the alpha male was possessed by something demonic and that it tried to go into Aceris. So I think Eo might be fine. Everyone's gone. Uh, I'm gonna remind the party. The only one that you've investigated and skinned was one of the females. Nobody has done anything with the alpha or the rest. Um, We're just making sure our party's okay. This is conjecture at this point. Just letting you know. But with the fact yes, that conjecture, Aceris continued to bolt. Lilith is still sitting on the ground in front of Gareth next to the Alpha, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. She's going to stand up and walk over to the Alpha and tap her earring so that she can speak with everyone. I feel as though we should check all of them. See if there's anything one or all carried. I'm going to finish skinning them when we're done making sure everyone here is alright. Gareth taps his ear for everyone as well. Does Is anybody particularly skilled in... Wait, Loki. Are you... Particularly skilled in animal uh, knowledge and survival, perhaps you could come and examine this while the others are attending to Eo. She seems stable, but I'm not sure. It might be easier if we do it, check all of them at the same time. Gather up the bodies time carefully. The essence. <clears throat> well, we also have one that is quite far away. Gather up what you can and rest. I'm going to take a look around. And Floki's going to walk off. I don't think... Still on the earring. I don't think resting for a long period of time is very wise in this current condition. Perhaps a short rest, but I don't think around all these dead beasts is a smart idea. Hmm. 
What are you doing exactly, guys? I'm hearing a lot of- Oh, shit! Run over here. I'm uh, here. I'm gonna do this on the Displacer Beast. I'm here. What are you doing? Floki... I was just checking over you. Uh, Floki is going to check the somewhat immediate area. Uh, let me look at the map here and see. Gareth is going to indicate to Lilith, come, but not offer to help her up. And uh, then go over towards Eo and uh, to get slower, to catch up with Aceris and Vaza um, and see what's up with Eo. The minute that Aceris reaches Eo, without even really thinking, um, they reach their hands out and grab Eo by their jaw and is starting to kind of look them over worriedly like a sister would and is just their hands are just pouring energy and this um, power of five hit points worth to purge any disease or poison just panicked like oh my god I don't want anything to happen to this person please um, and it's just like gold coins are falling from their hands Okay, so while you are all, they're all dealing with you, when you run over and grab onto your emotional support human. Um, <laughs> humanoid. <laughs> humanoid. You grab onto Eo's hands that are cold, that are clammy as you reach and hold your hands out and feel the warmth come through you. You look over and you were able to pour into almost the saving grace of purging disease and you watch as their skin starts to become a normal color. You don't know where they were hit but you guys had completely ignored Eo and Eo was essentially starting to die. You caught it just in time. And you watch as you burn this possession, this disease out of Eo. And the labored breathing that you would notice starts to become even. But Eo doesn't awake. Baza, have you any smelling salts? Do you want better? Uh, I think I've got a healing potion that on the uh, robe. I'm gonna pull off one of the patches. That's how to do the trick. Sarah is just going to bring that same hand up to her forehead. She's just gonna hold it there. And just very quietly say. Kids, and you're not allowed to scare us like that ever again. So when you wake up, I'm going to keep an extra eye on you. Lilith. You can't scare me like that. Is going to start walking over. Do you need another potion of healing, or...? We do have an abundance, and but and I think we should save oh. our spells for the for the time being. <coughs> some some potions. Vaza just pulled pulled off a healing potion. I have those as well if necessary. And 
Administer you administer these potions. You administer the curing of disease. You try and speak with Eo, but Eo just lays sleeping. Just resting, but no indication of being awake. Aceris is just gonna uh, lean down and scoop Eo up into their arms and keep them close. Garrett's gonna Won't be uh, damned. Garrett's gonna start setting up a bit of an area around here for a short rest while those two are having a moment. And, um... How close is that one of those the placer beasts? Yeah, maybe pull them away another, you know, 15, 20 feet with Plaza if possible. Who do we lose? Also, help you drag that. One uh, of our uh, observers. Ah, okay. Um, as Lilith walks up, they're going to walk up behind Osiris gently place their hand on Osiris's shoulder and look at the group. I'm going to start gathering the bodies. Be careful. I should be saying that to you. I cannot purge this disease an infinite amount of time. How about everybody be careful? I Actually... can purge. I have possible out of you. Pairs of gloves. I have spares. Thank that's, you. That's why. I'm just gonna take them, put them on immediately. Also Kiss Aceris on the head and start walking towards the farthest. Immediately, Aceris just short circuits where where they're standing, just, just blinking, frozen stiff. I will say for expediency, so that we're not doing for all of these, I would really like to have whoever you want to give it to give advantage for a survival check to do the skinning of the animals. I was thinking Floki had that skill, but if you whoever is then I proficient guess with it, it would awesome. probably be your best bet. Yeah, anyone got proficiency? Not I. You said survival, um, correct? Yeah. Let me make it medicine. I am not helpful. I have proficiency with survival. Yeah, but Can are you going to leave EO to, to go do it? That's what oh, I want to know. Oh, fuck no. Okay. <laughs> not proficiency. But they have, they have proficiency. Loki <laughs> uh, is still checking the immediate area. The two with proficiency aren't available. Then Is it choose. proficiency or survival? Proficiency with survival. Uh, with your okay. pro proficiency with survival would be helpful. Sorry. Otherwise, you will roll a straight roll instead of disadvantage. So whoever has a pretty mm -hmm. high, what I would suggest that you do that. Okay. Just a straight d20? Yep, plus your survival modifiers. I, I, I 23. Ooh. Okay. 
I rolled a natural 20. I wish I was hey, kidding. Hey, uh, hey, that is, that is very helpful right now. So motivated by someone that you are developing feelings, close ties, motivated by the affection and not love, but just be affection for you go and take the next 30 minutes to go and skin all of these animals you do notice following behind you would be Vaza checking to make sure that everything is copacetic with these animals and they are all infected the alpha themselves is worse Gareth is uh, hanging out with uh, Eo and Asaris and uh M medically monitoring you. Yes, that's perfect. And Asteris, even that's though she's awake. Perfectly fine. Um, Floki. Yeah. You go and take and start walking around the surrounding area, going back from where you saw the Alpha jump down. As you start to head that direction, you not only notice tracks, but you feel this pull that almost seems to resonate not only from yourself but the egg in your arm and it starts to lead you in a direction where the tracks have come from uh i'm gonna follow it out to 100 feet from our current location and i'm going to uh stealth my way there you using past out of the trade you're fine because you know you're fun you are you are led past various different fallen trees through I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and like see if I can find them leading to a den without actually like you know, if I find the den then I will stop and not go any further. What I was about to say was is is you are led and you are just guided your steps almost seem to be pulled towards the earth and as you approach this one crowded almost blockade of trees you step in between through this bush and as you step through there is an opening and underneath a very, 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 very large, very old oak, you see the entrance to what is essentially you would consider a den. And with your passive perception, you hear the mewling of small creatures, multiple voices. Inherently, you start to get the sense, the feeling of hunger, hungry, hungry, I'm hungry. You end up casting Speak with Animals without realizing it. Hungry. Mama, hungry. Hungry. Two, three, four voices from down in this den. 
Oh. What do you want to do, Floki? Do I, do I recognize that they are younglings? Oh, yeah. Young younglings. All you hear is, again, loneliness, like pitiful. Like when you hear a baby kitten just meowing, meow, 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 meow. I don't, don't leave me alone. I need my mama. Or the howling and whining of a puppy who doesn't want to be left alone. That pitiful, sorrowful loneliness of mama, I'm hungry. It's all you hear. Here's a question for you, DM. I may have an answer for you, Floki. Uh, with my knowledge of these beasts mm -hmm. and having met and talked with a lot of the hunters that have hunted these things correct in the forest that I came from mm -hmm. and all the knowledge therein mm -hmm. what's my gut telling me these are young lives that don't deserve to be killed they have yet to be raised to be the predatorial apex predators that you just fought and that if there's a chance of saving them from this disease of unknown origin you need to do it like this pull you need to do it to save life lives um did i see uh, the basically the lesser restoration and all that fun jazz that was going on. Yeah, you would have noticed. Uh, yeah, you would have noticed because literally everybody was hovering around, excited over Aceris, and then with the oh shit moment of everybody like this was a disease. Oh shit, who else got hit? Eo was down, and everybody rushed over. That would have been in your mind. But did I see who was doing the lesser restoration? Uh, you, you would have seen with your passive again. You're you're not you're you're not oblivious. You would have seen Aceris casting it with her lay on hands. With her lay on hands, cool paladin, awesome shit, yo. Lesser restoration, light. Yes. All right, uh, let's see what I've got here. You got stuff and things or things and stuff? You said I can't speak with animals, right? Without realizing it, you can't speak with animals. I'm not charging you a spell slot. Well, I mean, you are being staff. guided I mean, right it... now by what? your connection to this egg. I say I can cast it through the the staff too, just yep. for one charge. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't realize it, so I'm not going to say anything. Nope. Because I don't realize it. Correct. Uh, what I'm going to do? Mm -hmm. Uh. How big is this hole? 
going down into the den. Uh, as you slowly approach it, you realize that it is roughly five to eight feet in diameter and looks to be going down in towards the center of the collection of the roots of this old oak tree. The old oak tree itself, think, I want to say half the size of your truck at the base, and it's grown and it is huge. It looks as though they made their nest, their den, underneath. Um, I am going to, uh, I'm going to use Minor Illusion. Okay. Casting through my mark. Okay. Um, and, uh, I am going to try and make it look like the hole is from looking from the inside that there's something obstructing it whether it's a giant rock or something like that to try and deter anything that's inside from trying to get out the voices as it starts to cloud over you feel the small voices go mom mama and they get real quiet and all you hear is quiet. Um, I am going to use my earring. And I'm going to uh, tell the rest of the party. Those of you who can purge this disease. I need your help. And I'm going to try and relay the general direction in which I'm in. Gareth um, is at this point handing use. cups of tea, trying to hand a cup of tea to Aceris. Aceris gets up very carefully and just as carefully sets Theo back down where they'd just been sitting, keeping... Eo kind of propped up a bit against the tree. One moment. Uh, I can't, I'm going with you. We need Baza. And then, um, nods to Gareth. Um, I can, I can do it three more times. I don't know how many he needs, but. I can do it twice. Someone, someone needs to watch over Eo. I don't. Indeed. I can take care of that. Thank you, Baza. Thank you, Fossil. Do you want me to go with them or stay here with you? I... Could you stay and protect Eo as well? Of course. You I know, think... if you need us, just gonna tap her earring, not really doing so to contact, just to indicate. Gareth nods. Aceris just nods, cheeks flushed, like, yep, okay, cool. And just turns and starts walking. Uh, and heads to Floki. Yeah, I'm, uh... 
crafting. I'm also definitely using druid craft to make like a line of flowers bloom all the way, <laughs> the way to my location <laughs> because I can because that stuff is cool. Oh, uh, lean over to both. Does that happen? That was a smart thing for you to do as you were going out and exploring, definitely. Before Gareth walks away, Lilith is going to wave, kind of like, come here. Uh, one, one, one moment. Keep an eye on her, please. Them. Yes, of course. And as Lilith Take says this, their gaze is going to go to the ground. And you please keep care of Eo. The both of them mean more to me than you could possibly know. Lilith will nod. I... I will. I will keep her safe. And I know that if I were to go down or something... She's going to point back to Baza. He will more than likely save me again. Well, that's... There have been more than enough times that he saved me. Lilith. Hmm. Do not fear, my child. Please stop calling me that. <laughs> Please remember that fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Which leads only to suffering. And when Seriously. you are suffering, you hurt not only yourself, Gareth, you hurt Gareth, those Gareth. around you. She's going, as he's talking, she's going to spin him around. Those that care Go! For you. Go! I'm going. I am going to literally Emperor Palpatine your ass in about 2.2 seconds. Are you fucking serious? Well, I Palpatine last time. I had to go to this time. There must be balance in the force. Child. No. She's going to push him towards us, Yes. Uh, using using druid craft to make a line of flowers heading to my position actually is 30 feet away from where I am is literally the edge of the clearing. So you guys, oh, y'all would be able as to soon see. As soon as Sarah sees that yeah. flower pop up, she's like, ah, that, that is what I need to follow. And immediately it's just like, okay, follow this weird trail of very specific flowers. Gareth turns around, sees that she's gone and sees the flowers and then hoofs it after the flower, along the flower path. So who all is joining Floki outside of this den? Uh, Sarah and, and Gareth. Uh, myself and Baz are staying with Eo. Perfect. Okay. So, a uh, couple minutes go by, and then Floki, you hear rustling behind you, and you are joined by Aceris and Gareth. I can only do it a few more times. I as well. Well, it appears there's only four left. Oh. Alright. Do your best to not be threatening, GK. How about, what if you can, you're good with animals, so how about what if we stayed out here and you had them come out to us? Would that work better? That way we are not, we, we are not, um, um, 
posing a threat and you could tell them that we are safe. Do you think that would work, Loki? There is that possibility. I just don't want them to get scared and run off. Hello? Mom? Mama? You hear one singular voice, and as you look, you start to see a a little set of paws and a nose start to actually... Go right up to your illusion and start to peek through. You don't look very Sniffs fast. and sneezes. Hello? Mama? I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Even S- though I already have it, I didn't realize, so I'm going to cast it. Okay. It is all right, young one. Come out and, and bring your brothers and sisters with you. Gareth immediately sits down cross-legged, tries to do so quietly, and look relaxed make me a persuasion rule i mean these are these are baby kittens it's pretty easy but i just i just want to see on the off chance you're rolling that one like just just give me give me a persuasion rule come on aceris is gonna also drop to her knees or their knees but they're gonna do so gently not to like cause too much noise or just anything and then also unintentionally give the help action because they're gonna reach into their bag and try and fish out some um raw meat and, um, oh, that's a good idea. How about you lay it out in front out? of, in front of them? Um, yeah, I'm totally casting enhance ability and giving myself uh, the eagle splendor. <laughs> Go for it. Give me advantage because I have a plus one. These are baby kittens. Okay, the DC is really low, but okay. <laughs> just I'm doing chance, it anyway. Just in the off chance, man. Go for it. Uh, how do I do this? Alright, I roll with advantage, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, 17 and 11, 17, so 18. Okay. Um, Not you, sure. You, you wait a moment. A couple seconds go by. Five. Ten. And then as you're staring in the mouth of the cave, you haven't dropped your illusion at all, have you? Um, I will fade it away. Okay. Uh, as you fade it away and you wait a couple more seconds, um, all you see a couple little paws kind of step out and then start to look around and you see one, two, three and four kind of all come around and sniff the air and look around and then look over in Floki's direction. Um, I'm going to grab the uh, the meat that was placed down on the ground and I'm going to kind of put it forward as an offering. Not to eat out of my hand, but kind of like throw it forward towards them and probably a foot and a half, two feet in front of me. One of the displacer beasts that seems to be a little bigger than the others kind of starts to push past, walks up and very slowly starts to sniff where this meat is. 
gets a little bit closer. Very close. Just like well, looking at it, looking at you, looking at looking at you. And we are friends. Hearing your voice, it stops and it like the hair on its back starts to raise up a little bit. Doesn't hear anything else. The hair goes back down. Slowly steps forward. Grabs the meat and slowly brings it back. And then it proceeds to just put a paw on it and start to eat it. And as this one is eating it, you watch the other three slowly, slowly follow. And then they all start to go after this piece of meat. Just like in Seeing that they're they're going crazy for that, um, Osiris is gonna reach back in and pull out another one of the, those um, uncooked like steaks or whatever, whatever meat she ended up pull, uh, they pull, ended up pulling out of the bag. Okay. And um, kind of tosses it towards them again to let them know, hey, there's more. You don't have to all just fight over this, just the one. Uh, you throw it, and they kind of all, like, hop back and hiss. You know, the cute little kitten hiss. It was just a little, it was just a little toss towards them, not really, like, trying to threaten them or anything. Oh, I know. And once again, the larger one slowly walks over and sniffs at it. Tries to grab it and pick it up, and because it's a little bit bigger, you watch as it tries to, like, walk back with it towards its litter mates. So, like, just trying to, like, grab it and drag it. I'd like you to make me an animal handling check, please, Viserys. Do I get advantage for offering food? <laughs> it's just straight animal handling check. Just a quick, uh, question. Mm -hmm. Um, did we complete a short rest? I'm trying to figure out if I got my, uh, channel affinity back. Not that I'm aware. Uh, that would require literally sitting down for about an hour. Well, I thought that's about what we because like we were Garrett, gone for about a half hour. It's only half an hour. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Fifteen. Hmm. You're not really that threatening. They seem to really like the food. So it wasn't a hard DC. These are they've never seen humanoids before. There. Certainly not one with cat-like eyes. <laughs> and as you look, and, and as you guys, as all three of you are looking them over, this is a pretty, pretty young litter. Like, just getting to be able to see, use their eyes and walk. They are newborns. And they look very, very hungry. You can see their ribs. You can see that they were essentially starving. Seeing Gareth, this... Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, Gareth reaches out to this one that uh, she just... The alpha that's eating the meat piece of meat. He just reaches out gently and slowly. Cast Lesser Restoration when he touches it. Okay, make me an animal handling check just because you're reaching out towards this thing. I want to see what you get. I'm gonna use my inspiration. <laughs> oh, that bad. Not a lot okay. better. 
It's a 15 <coughs> with my stuff instead of a 10 with my stuff. You managed to 15. reach out and actually touch one of the small tentacles that the displaced your kitten has. And as you do, you feel it reach out and take hold. And this essentially larger, this air quote alpha, it kind of coughs a little bit and spits out something you would think is a hairball and shake itself and then stop and turn and kind of look at you. Flick his tail a Gareth couple times. Gareth is still smiling huge mm -hmm. at it. Flicks his tail a couple times and slowly walks towards you. And as you get closer, it starts to butt its head. Do you reach your hand out or are you just sitting cross-legged? Um, well, I reached my hand out to touch him. Okay, if you haven't moved your hand, it butts, nope. its, it butts its head against your hand and you can feel and hear a purring noise. I use my thumb to do the back and forth petting on just like the base of the skull. Like that good spot right there. Just purr, purr. The other three are just going ham taro on the food. This one is... While Aceris is doing what she's about to say she's doing, Gareth grabs his um, uh, amulet of the devout and recharges his channel divinity and uses that to recharge a spell slot so he can cast Lister Restoration again. Okay. Um, Aceris is going to like slowly creep forward just enough to like, hey, I'm not trying to be threatening or anything. I'm just moving closer to check you guys out and make sure that you're okay. Um, and then when they're close enough, they're gonna slowly reach out, let them sniff um, the essentially blood-coated fingers, because they've been handling raw meat. Yeah. Um, and let them sniff their hands before, um, if allowed, running um, their hands over the two of the cubs' heads and pumping five um, points to cure disease or neutralize poison on both of them. Okay. The two, these two seem to be you know, not as big as the air quote alpha, but still decent size. And as you slowly reach out, they kind of sniff and start to lick your hands because they have blood on them. And as you do, you come into contact and you feel this rush and the sensation of winning a casino, you know, jackpot casino just seems to tumble through your body and wash into them and it almost like this little electric shock <clears throat> one seems to back up a little bit and hair puffs up with almost start to hiss and then it slowly reaches back out and sniffs at you and goes back to licking your hand the other one just licks and then starts to purr and she butts her head up against your arm and just seems to rub against it there is one left, Floki. And this one is smaller than the rest. With 
their paws almost looking to have a lighter color on the front too and one of the back rear paws and from the voice I guess you could hear she seems to be struggling a little bit she's she's walking but she's she's just so hungry you just hear hungry mama mama and then she kind of looks at you and her hair goes up a little bit not seeing any movement her hair goes down and she slowly walks a little bit closer to you almost seeming to start to circle you to look at you to see what the fuck you are and she circles around you two times then she sits right in front of you and weirdly she cocks her head a little bit side and goes hungry Uh, is there any meat that's left around? Did they devour it all, or...? There should be, like, a whole other steak that hasn't actually been, like, torn into. Correct. Uh, I'm gonna rip a piece off of that and hand it to this little one. Again, as you start to slowly make for it, her hair goes back up. And then you slowly just wait, her hair goes back down. She sniffs out, sniffs and then grabs a hold of the meat and then she kind of flops onto her back and she holds it and he watches her tentacles try to grab it as well and she's just holding onto it and she's just gnawing on it and she's literally inches from where you are sitting on the ground she's just happy and content you get the sensation of food good and you look over and you see the alpha that is still rubbing up against Gareth and you have two kittens that one seems to be a little bit ornery like why are you touching me the other one's like I love you against Aceris with this little one just rolled over eating what do you guys want to do I'm going to scratch its belly a little bit it's kind of tickle its belly does that last one need uh, a lesser restaurant? Yeah. Still needs to be <coughs> lesser restoration. As, as Floki's interacting with this last one that hasn't had its disease cured yet, Gareth just reaches over from behind very gently, touches the, tries to touch the back flank of that last kitten with lesser restoration, and then while with the other hand is occupied, petting this increasingly insistent uh, the ones in front of Floki, he whips around and he grabs onto your finger and he bites. Ang, 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 kitten, I let him bite kitten, me. Kitten bit. Kitten, uh, kitten okay. bits. Ang, ang, kitten ang, kitten ang. bit. Okay. No, no damage. Cool. <laughs> just, I just cast <laughs> lesser restoration and then be like, Loki, could you take that, please? <laughs> I will entice it back with the food. Um. Yes, uh, so seeing that all of the kids seem to be being gathered from the looks of it, Osiris um, is gonna carefully like, pull off a couple pieces of 
uh, this steak and um, offer it to these two kittens, hopefully buying the, the Shire one's affections and trust. Um, and letting the one that's being very lovey and attention-seeking to feast right up against uh, their flank. And turns to look at Floki. Um, question. What are we going to do with them? Yes, Floki, with a big smile on his face. What do we do now? <laughs> what was the next part of this plan of yours? You're still enchanted. <laughs> yeah, smile. no, I forgot too. Can you imagine, listeners, yeah, how a few more hours, man, like a while, while ago. So Concern in his eyes and or quoting Yoda. Well, in all honesty, I don't know. But do we do we take them with us or do we leave them here? Well, if we leave them here, they will surely die. Necessarily think that we should leave them after curing them. It feels wrong. Cruel. We cannot leave them here. For one, they will die. And for two, if they somehow manage to survive, they would still be a menace to other things. And to the people that live there. Points. Diseased or not. Then I guess but we're there... starting a menagerie. But what if we. What if we train them? teach them. Is that something you think you could do, Osiris? I don't know. I mean, I've seen plenty of, like, war dogs or things, but I've never actually seen, like, a war displacer beast fully trained with things. I don't know. Well, you're good with you, the horses. I'm good with the horses because I had a with domesticated animals. clasp of horses. How different would it be? Can they be domesticated, Floki? Is that a thing? I don't I mean, know if it's ever been tried. I don't, I don't know if it's possible. I know that even the most unruly dog could be trained. I don't know the intelligence of these creatures. I can only hope. I'm I, I trying would, to give a solution. I would think they have the capacity of fair bit of intelligence. They do ambush us and surround us in the ambush well here's a situation they cannot stay here whether they come with us and are trained by us or possibly we could find more of my people that we could give them to that could care for them and find a good home for them either way they cannot stay here <coughs> looks at so either way we're taking them Gareth looks, at be the best option. Gareth looks at Aceris and furrows his brow while still grinning because he's enchanted. Uh, um, they are orphans, Aceris. Ooh. Low blow. They are like us. Do we really even have a choice in this matter? <laughs> Without even the moment he says that, you just watch Aceris's face go from I don't know what to do to I don't have a choice. Nope, decision made. Paladin has made a decision. No more conflict. 
and you just watch immediately as they as they just reach over and gently pick them up and cradle them against their chest, like you would know what uh, going holding to do a litter. With them, but we can't abandon them. Um, and then, um, with them cradled against their chest, they carefully stand up. They're Sarah's uh, uh, is just kind of wrapping their hands around them, petting them soothingly, um, making a low noise in their throat, and they just get up. Okay, I'm going back to the uh, to the small little place that we there, you know, in the clearing. So, do you need me? That's where I'll be. And just walks. <laughs> you were gonna decision made. You were gonna say, out. say something, Lila. You had your hand up. Um, I was going to ask about how long have they been gone? 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Lilith is going to glance at Baza and then tap her earring. Um, are you guys alright? You've been gone for a little bit. And this is where everyone can hear, by the way. Come on my way back. I have guests. Uh, I'm going I'm going to say over the earring Aceris, take your time Lilith, if you can Try and get rid of the bodies before we get there Okay She's going to take a deep breath Stand up Look at Vaza And uh, Eo's body, sleeping body, before going over to the huddle of Displacer Beast bodies. And how exactly do you suggest I get rid of them? Uh, put them in a pile. And I'm not going to eat them, but if any of you were thinking that. Uh, I say over the earring, Put them in a pile. I'll be there shortly. Okay, I just want to move the alpha. That's all. Um, Floki, would you like me to take the your cub kitten? What do you call these? The baby? Would you like me to take your baby and will you go do the, that? This one is yeah. cur- this one is currently like crawling up onto your shoulder and then slowly walking like go and it's it's snipping your neck and then it goes across the other shoulder and then it kind of looks around and then it kind of bats at your hair a little bit and then it kind of sits there and then it does this whole like curling up onto your neck thing and just seems to be studying the world from its new perch this is on me it's on you this is this is the this is the little runt the little male Um, I'm gonna say, uh, to Gareth and Aceris, do me a favor and stay around this area for a few minutes. Gareth hasn't gotten up yet. Nope. And keep the cubs here. Um, I'm going to take the cub off of my shoulder. I'm going to place it near its siblings and say, Now you stay here, and I'll be back. Stay, stay with Gareth. Stay with Gareth. Stay. And with your siblings. Hungry. Gareth, start, Gareth starts petting the other one. 
play. You're still snake. Play. It starts to follow after Floki. Play. It's just like run. Uh, Floki. <laughs> it's following you still. You feel. You feel. You feel. Claws jump into the back of your leg, and you feel crawling oh, up onto. Yeah. I will. I will pick him up, Ow. put him on my shoulder, and I will start walking back to uh, the battle site. And when I get um, around where you'd be able to see it, I'm going to uh, shield its eyes somehow. Um, on your way back, you stumble upon uh, Aceris, who's holding a bundle of um, cloth. It looks like it was their cloak of some sort and their shirt. And they are no longer presenting female, and instead they have short cropped hair that is a uh, vibrant array of pinks and purples and yellows. And um, the thing that identifies them is the big old wound on their chest. Um, and the fact that they're holding two displacer cubs that they're, they've got cradled into their arms, and they're just sitting next to a tree, uh, just out of sight of the clearing. Gareth has DM. Mm. So, with a range of 60 feet, uh, would I be able to espy the uh, the mound of Displacer Beast bodies through the trees? Yeah, as you're starting to approach closer, you can, yes. You can see it in the distance. Alright, um, I'm going to use my earring, and I'm going to say, Lilith and Vaza, stand back from the pile of bodies. And making sure that my Displacer Beast cannot see, I'm going to cast uh, Create Bonfire, and I'm going to light up the pile of bodies. By this time, Lilith would have moved the Alpha's body um, to the rest of the pile and has stepped back enough to where they do not get burned. Instant five-foot bonfire. Um, Gareth? So I'll make sure that Eo is away from the fire bonfire as well. Once Gareth is alone, mm-hmm. once Gareth is alone, he's gonna pick up a pebble and go Asima. And he casts light on it and chucks it into the den and then searches the den for anything else that's in there. <coughs> Make me an investigation check. <clears throat> uh, DM, I'm also going to stand there and uh, play with the cub a little bit while I uh, watch the bonfire and I'm going to wait until it burns down to the point where uh, you wouldn't be able to recognize them as displacer beasts. Okay, easy enough. That'll take about 10-15 minutes. Alright. And then once that's done, I will uh, go back to uh, Aceris and Gareth. Okay. Um, and inform them that it is safe to go back now. Okay, so during this time, um, Gareth, you Asimar, and toss it in there and you walk in. Investigative check for me, por favor. My investigative check was a 12. Um, looks like 
the remains of various different beasts between between bunnies, um, birds, uh, maybe a few unidentified corpses you can't understand, but they're all animal. Um, seem to be all in here as they would have pulled it back to finish eating, but nothing else aside that. So, so I didn't find much, eh? Anything? Nothing? No. Nope. Cool. Um, yeah. Right on. So I figure that's about enough time. And he starts heading back to the rest of the group. Okay. So by that time, Floki has caught up with you and notices the change in appearance of the Ceres still holding and you still have speak of animals going and the one that's on you is just like ooh smell smell play ooh smell what play what uh what like every time it's something new uh you get a faint you get the faint um feelings, thoughts from the two that are with um, Aceris and it's one is basically fight. I win. Fight. I win. Because this one is just like puffing up every time and tries to escape but gets either scritched or put back and just like, I fight. I win. I win. Fight. And the other one is just purring like Warm food. Mom? Mama? Warm. Two complete opposites. And then very faintly, you look over and see where Gareth is coming out and walking behind him. Kind of following and chasing little things is the air quote alpha, and it's. Pounce! Miss. Hold wait, 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 wait. Falzo. Sneak, 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 sneak. Pounce! Oh. Wait, wait, wait. And then you watch as it gets tired of its chasing these little butterflies around and jumps up and latches onto the back of Gareth's leg and starts to climb up. Yeah. Okay. Gets right up onto the shoulder and kind of leans in and purrs and goes, smell good. Hungry? Smell good. I don't understand Purr. him though, right? He's you don't understand purring. anything. You just feel purring and it's butting its head against you. You actually kind of feel the tentacles too. Almost seem to be like light, like butterfly kisses because they're also reaching out and touching you. Uh, do, I figure he, do I figure he's uh, communicating to me that he's hungry? Or, I don't, give me or, a nature check and uh, you tell me. Oh, a nature check. Oh, okay. yeah. Eight total. That's, I don't like this guy. Can't wait for Gareth to spot the new look for Osiris. This will be great. I don't know. I'm kind of disgusted. <laughs> I don't think my passive would pick up all that much. Because I'm pretty much 
paying attention to where the cub is and mm-hmm. doing the thing where I was until this happened, yeah. going about 10 feet in front and then watching, waiting for him to realize and chase. And as soon as he starts chasing, I start walking again. Until that. And then it's like, yo, bah! Ooh, and then, okay, just doesn't understand, just keeps going pat, 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 and doesn't understand why the insistence on rubbing is not decreasing. Purr, purr, purr. It's getting louder. It's, it's this weird purr hiccup. I'm looking for Floki. About that time you notice Floki coming back. Also, with a kitten on his shoulder. It just seems to be looking around. Floki, can you tell me why this one keeps trying to burrow itself into my neck? All you hear is smell good, purr, purr, purr. Smell good food? Hungry feed? Hungry. Smell good. Play? Hungry. It likes the way you smell, Gareth. Oh, very good. What am I supposed to feed these things? Are they oh, I would say meat. Are they, are they only carnivorous or are they omnivores? Uh, DM, that would be up to you on what knowledge I have on these displacer beasts. Car- they were pretty high before. Carnivores. That's what I figured. Mm-hmm. Well, everything has its place in the food chain, I guess. I wonder how we're going to figure this out. We might want. We might not want to turn that bag into something that has grain for horses. I, I think I'd rather it give us a random potential supply for meat. I'm going to keep it as it is, given how everything has progressed. He turns and looks and sees you. And he's like, "It's Sarah's voice." Who are Just a little bit lower. <laughs> your. Sarah's? What? Yes. Okay, this is new. Well, I mean, get them used to my smell. And I can't exactly walk around half naked as a woman. Just a thought. I. I sorry, I don't feel comfortable like that, so. Figure better to have a man's chest than a woman's. Just saying. Besides, the weight. Bearable. And so with G- that, gets up and starts walking back to the group. So Gareth's, Gareth's uh, forced smile just looks like a forced smile right now. There's no, <laughs> uh, no. It, it, it's, it's a smile because he's enchanted that way, but he's not any sort of. His eyes emo- do not need he's, it. Error 404. Gareth has been broken. Gareth is now well, trying please, to process everything in life again. Gareth. Please restart your Gareth. Well, and try to call Gareth. And has one of those moments where, like, Floki looks at Gareth while Gareth is looking at Floki, and Floki just smiles, shrugs, and then turns around and keeps walking. Gareth's still just standing there with the, the stoic grin, I guess. Mm-hmm. And. Pat, nudge, 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 nudge. It's, nudge, le- it's less nudge, nudge, it's more of rub. Oh, okay. And then He's stop. just standing there letting it happen lick, now. He's lick, not even. Lick, lick, lick. And then purrs. Yes, Lilith. Oh. 
while we are waiting, um, I am going to uh, be checking over EO. Okay. Um, just to make sure that they're still stable and whatnot, and I know that I'm probably gonna have to roll a disadvantage for that. Mm, no. Just go ahead because Vaza's nearby and would let you know if there's anything abnormal so you can give me a medicine uh, check. 16. The breathing is evened out. Um, she's still asleep. Um, but no signs of waking. Is there anything that Vaza wanted to be doing this entire time while they're off playing with kittens? Nah. Nothing. Just making sure Rio is not dead. Okay. Um, I'd like to remind you, you know, I have to figure out if you're going to be staying here and resting until Eo wakes up, or if you're going to figure out a way of carrying Eo back oh. through the woods back to. I was just gonna pull another patch off. Are we ready to return home? As Asteris walks through out into the clearing, um, we should hopefully on. And Vaz is gonna pull off the uh, horse and saddlebags pouch. Ooh, oh, that's it? a very good idea. Um, do we need this? Lilith is going carrying to carrying you all the way back. Lilith is going to look up at um, Asteris. Tilt her head to the side slightly. Uh, we're not going to question Changeling. and then she's going to immediately look away. The only thing that, that comes out of uh, Aceris' mouth is Changeling. Right, I should have gathered that from... never mind. Um, I'd like to redact what I said, <clears throat> Gareth. Those two stunned to have thought had the presence of mind to realize that he has such a patch as well. He's still error 404. Yeah. Kind of walking <laughs> zombie like now. <coughs> and so long as Aceris is not looking at him, staring at Aceris, <laughs> like <laughs> with a confused eyebrows on this grin. How. When are we at the end of four days? Was it three days or four days? I think we're on three. I think we're on three. Three. You still got another. 24 hours? Yeah, have fun. Great. You're welcome. <laughs> Did I already stop making wine? <laughs> um, I, I will, I will say days. within no, the next... Also, was, was 48 hours. It was 48 hours. Yeah, it was 48 hours. Yeah, you should hours, be done. So, so by, I will say by sundown, you'll be safely allowed to drink water without it turning into... I can no longer turn invisible. Woo! Yeah. Um, so Vaza still has the power, right? Currently. For those okay. that are paying attention to Lilith, um, you will notice that Lilith's cheeks are flushed right now. As they are currently looking over at Eo. <laughs> Trying to For avoid sure Asaris's gaze. I'm fine. <laughs> Oh, I mean, oh, you no. can 
Hey. Check me over if you wish, but I I feel fine. <laughs> I found it. I just oh want to say I found it. I only had a permanent smile for 24 hours, so everybody can erase <laughs> from their minds the creepy <laughs> smile for concerned eyes and Yoda. I was just going to let it go until, <laughs> until this evening, but you kept going. I have not been grinning this entire time. Sure. Oh, great. No, no. Sure. I remember I remember who has the, the, the one that's for four days. The one who had four days was... Um, yeah, Lilith. Lilith drank and got Hi. four days. Mm -hmm. Something for Hi. four days, and I don't even—I still don't even know what it is. Things and stuff. You're right. You guys don't know what it is. We haven't encountered the right people. Um, Floki's gonna you walk up to Raza <laughs> and hold out his flask of water. Say, Vaza, would you help me out here and just grab a hold of this real quick? Right. <laughs> dip his pinky. Does it turn to wine? Yes, it turns to wine. You get the you get the smell of a nice, very floral and sweet-smelling wine coming from your flask. How big would you say this flask is? Uh, I want to say it will hold essentially. I don't know, a pint, roughly. Okay. I'm gonna sniff it, realize it that it's wine. Mm-hmm. And kinda like, you know smile a little bit and look back at Vaza. Yeah. This is probably needed after a day like today. And then I'm going to uh, take a nice healthy swig and probably down half the flask. Oh, Jesus. We've earned it by this point. Uh, two things. One, make me a constitution saving throw. Just for reasons. Also, I assume aid's worn off by now. Yes. Uh, aid is eight hours. So oh, eight hours? Oh, shit. Then no. You're good. No. Everyone with aid still has aid and the increased max hit point, which I believe is Lilith. Um, Baza and Aceris. <clears throat> Male or female version. Constitution. Uh, that was. Yes, natural 5 plus 4. You're feeling a little bit looser, a little bit better, and you can still. Now you can still hear a voice right next to you. Hungry? And start to sniff towards the, the flask. Oh no. <laughs> That is not meat, child. And I'm gonna walk over to uh, Asteris, who has the bag, right? Yep. Asteris, any chance you can pull out a couple more of those steaks for the young ones? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, give me one second. Um, they're gonna carefully stash in their like weird cloak sling that they've essentially made out of their cloak with their shirt in there. Uh, and they're gonna reach into the the bag and pull out another steak and pull out he's, a he's saving the excess vegetables for the whole season cut some pieces and offer it to um, Floki to give to their cub and then put two slices in the sling for their kittens and then um, motion towards Gareth with the last for your little tool guy reaches out with a paw to try to bat at it. 
yeah, yes, thank you. He, he, his what voice. What exactly is, did you? He takes the stick and nods. Were you and as soon as, as soon as Lilith hears for your little guy, she's going to look up at the four or the three of them and look at the cubs. Uh, we adopted them. They're ours now. We orphaned them. We need to take responsibility. Do you want to hold one? Uh, and just immediately starts walking over it. Carefully picks up the the purring one, the one that's very mellow right now, and is just here. And she'll take it and hold it close to her chest. <laughs> just a perpetual purr, and you just feel like it's this warm little body purr, and it kind of just like looks up at you, cocks his head. Floki, you hear? Smell good? Hi. Smell good. And then. Then she rolls over, then she oh, kind of nestles uh, into your arms a little bit. Oh, and then, here, this is the uh, piece of meat that I had just cut for them, so that you can eat them. She'll hold on to it and kind of hold it um, by one of the corners to where the cup could still grab it if it wants to. Grab. Pulls it in. Okay, that's actually really cute. <laughs> right? They're adorable. <laughs> this little guy is being a little bit fussy, aren't you? He's a bit cute, though. I fight you! Fight! Fight! Yes, you're very cute. Brrr. Here. Fight! Fight this. Puff, puff. Smells, smells, smells just good. Messing with the other little chunk of steak at, with the, the cub. Just, I get it! I'm gonna get it! Pounce! Pounce. As soon as they, if they pounce on it, just let's go and lets them gnaw on it and have fun. Totally not caring that there is now totally blood soaking into their <coughs> shirt. They're just like, ah, oh well, it'll wash out. <laughs> Gareth has the steak dangle thing. Are we going to start heading back, or are we staying here? Um. Well, I don't necessarily feel comfortable staying out here for the night, especially with that. We don't know if that disease originated here. Um, and quite frankly, I um, would like to get somewhere safer to properly heal. Scareth coughs. I did, um, I did search the den, and I did not find any clues as to where the disease may have originated from. All the more reason to get out of here. Yes. I do believe only a few hours from the den, we can just turn there and stay for you. Do you think that they have modesty rules there? So I can put on another shirt. Do, do you do you think they'll let us bring in the baby displacer beasts? That is I difficult mean, to say. 
I'm fairly certain they have dealt with more than one ma man without a shirt in the past. I don't think that would be as much of a bother. Especially those that I drunk. The baby deadly creatures. Well, well to be honest. Deadly as cubs. Yes, but we there is a bounty out for their skins. Well, then, how about this? Couple of our party can go in with the pelts, get the bounty, get our horses, and then go back to the manor. The manor is how far the away? The rest of us. The manor itself is it's like eight-hour travel, I think. Roughly by the day's travel, yeah. So it would take like you well into the night at this point, as it is late it is late morning you did start early I, I have a place be on the way. I have I have a safe place I'm safe enough excellent. that we can save the night excellent then let's go there after we get that bounty so that we don't bring cubs into everything I mean there's only four and you know the four of us who are currently attached to them you know, we don't have to go in. Just a thought. We're going to have to figure out what we're going to do. I'm not sure I could go so long without a proper bath. Yeah, just dunk yourself in the river or something. Lilith is going to glance Hot over water. at Vaza. He's um, nice, but not always uh, sure. Vaza. Would you be the one to go in with the pelt and the elf? <clears throat> the... And she'll nod towards where the bonfire is. Um, the pelts and the elf's head are right near, but not outside, or not in the bonfire. Would you be able to take those in? We can watch the cubs and Eo. Certainly. I was gonna start gathering the pelts in the in his bag of holding. Easy. Uh, <coughs> while Vaza is goes over to gather the pelts, um, I'm gonna cast a minor illusion through my mark. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm going to make it look like he's uh I'm gonna kind of make it just look like grass so it just like looks like he's picking up you know grass. I don't know, rocks or something yeah I mean I'm just trying to make it so it doesn't look like you know the hides of these beasts just for the sake of the uh the cubs okay so it does last for one minute um Though it's a cantrip, so, yeah, I, I would say if I needed it longer than that, I can just recast it. But I will say every time I am casting it through that mark, Dave. Mm -hmm. uh, what's just going to end up happening is uh, as you repeatedly cast it over the amount of time it takes to have the fire finish burning the carcasses and for the hides to be collected, um, 
the scales themselves have gone from being this soft and pliable to hardened scales along your arm up to your elbow and it's now about midway towards your shoulder. As all of this is going on and things are collected and you start to head back towards Illithane, as the party approaches, we are going to end our session there. So, Woo! Thank you. Oh yeah. I didn't think that second <clears throat> thing was gonna happen that I had hoped for. Score. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Um, I just want to thank everybody again for the emotional trauma and the emotional damage and the gaining gaining of pets. Um, everybody, go ahead and mark another inspirational dice on there because you guys did fantastic Woo! with everything with interactions. Two again. So, um, with me losing my voice and everything else like that, uh, please everybody tune in for next week. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, on the 13th, uh, on uh, that Sunday, uh, we will be pleased to announce the beginning of a side-by-side -side campaign for the ones that were not chosen. The group that is also currently doing things in Persa, Bravo Squad, or whatever they want to be called. The B-Team. The B-Team. <laughs> the Inglorious Bastards. Nat 2. Nat 2. Tune in. That will be recorded and uploaded to be coming out on that next following Sunday. So it'll be recorded on the 13th, so you'll get to hear the first episode of it on the 20th. So look forward to that. Got some really cool people that are going to be doing some stuff and shenanigans and driving my world to the brink of destruction. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It's going to be perfect. I love it. So, uh, as always, uh, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been fun. It's been real it's fun. It's been real fun, guys. I just, I don't even bother Bye, nerds. Thank you. Bye, nerds. Be kind. It's free. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.